This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted post-match no. Pride of West London <laughs> podcast. I've got the I've got the I've got the Brighton got the, got the Brighton boys in the house, and uh, I saw you a few months ago, and you were you're a bit despondent, but you're a little bit happier this time than the last time I saw you, aren't you? Yes, we are. We've come back up here. And we've fucking done you guys this time. Shut up. O'Grady's worth millions. Yeah. I've heard about this O'Grady chap. Listen, the Chris Hewton, he kind of stepped in out of the blue. I mean, I don't know where he came from, but he seems to have turned things Norwich, around for I you mean, boys, hasn't he? He came from Norwich. It's a massive confidence boost for the team. You bring in a new manager. We lost our old manager. A lot of confidence lost. Bring in a new manager, and it's that spice of life. Bring into the cup. I mean, we could, we, could, we, could, we could have lost sack, today. Sack Very your easily. manager. Sack your manager if you're doing badly. And then you start winning. Yeah. Same just, old story. Uh, done it too late. Brentford had a lot of pressure today. I mean, yes. like unbelievable amounts of pressure. We, we, we're still confused as to how we didn't put the ball in the back of the net. You should have been winning. You should have been winning at first. Time. It was a great game of football, especially for us. Come up here and after last I time said we to played, him, I said to him, they ain't taking their chances. We're going to win this, and we did. We came up here last time. We, um, we played. We, we played. We played. We played great. You know, we played good football in the first half. Terrible in the second half. And today, you piled on the pressure, and. Uh, you missed some really good opportunities. Really good opportunities. Oh, you're looking and forward to coming we playing us in a couple of weeks. So we, we thought we might be playing you on the Tuesday night for a, for a, for a moment there, actually. But that wasn't quite to happen. So, uh, yeah, we're coming down on the... We've got the tickets and we're coming down on the train and the buses and all sorts. So it should be a good game. It should be a good game. And we might have to just, you know, let's see who's going to win the, the final battle of the season. Well, hopefully a, a sturdy performance from us in terms of our possession. And, uh, to be honest, my two favourite games of the season have been today... And when we come up here and you beat us in the league. Yeah, I was. So that goes to show a lot about your team. And I love the Griffin pub. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you got me in it last time. (laughs) Fantastic. It's been a a really good... But for as a way day goes, I mean, obviously it's it's easy for us to say come up here and pinch it after a game like today. 18 games. Today has been emotional, hasn't it? It's been a really good experience. Both games have been great. Great away days. Come up here today and playing like we did, which wasn't great. Wasn't great. You, how you didn't score was, un, it was unreal, wasn't it? Right, you unreal. Deserve, you and we pinched a, it. A replay, at least. Okay. But listen, enjoy yourselves, lads. Thank yeah. you very much. Have a good one. Well, for a man 
who lives down in Brighton and is a Brentford fan. That was mighty disappointing, wasn't it? I went down to Brighton to see the boys in the Duke of Welling. There were rumours of all types of stuff from Chelsea. I watched this game. I can't believe we didn't win that game 3 or 4 nil in the first half. I don't know what happened in the half-time. They were good in the second half, Brighton. And the feeling I felt was they smelled blood. They smelled blood. The fans felt it. There was a feeling that they might just win the game. And they did. Majorly disappointing. I mean, Andre Gray, I mean, he had a bit of an off day today, didn't he? To me, mate, like, I don't go as much as you, you know, but I've you know, noticed this player. I was in touch with a Luton fan the other day. Said he was a good boy. He stayed at the end of the season. The conference scored 30 goals. He's a loyal player. We could keep him. I didn't see him in this game today. I didn't see him play. I didn't know if he was playing. I thought there might have been a reserve player. We missed, we missed Pritchard. We always miss Douglas. Tarkovsky, I thought, played the best game I've seen him ever play. But I'm very worried about Bidwell. He was running up the field like Glenn Johnson. And he was fat. Christmas fat. And was running and jogging back. And I felt at half-time he was a wink leak. The leak, wink, leak, wink, leak, wink, wink, leak. The, 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 I can't even say it. The weak link. And I figured that Mikhail Smith and Brighton had sussed him out. And even though the Mikhail Smith went off, I thought he was the problem for us. And I think we might have been found out. Listen, things are going to change up. We changed the side up a bit today. Tried out a few different combinations. But we're going to be back to the league next week with Rotherham. We've got Brighton again and then we've got the Norwich because they lost in the FA Cup today. At the end of the day, isn't it all about concentrating on the league? The thing about it for me, mate, is my feet are wet. I've been coming to Brentford for 35 years. I'm pissed off. It feels very familiar feeling to be mugged in the last 10 minutes. I'll be back. Brentford will be back, but they need to get a result against Rotherham. Really need to get a result against Rotherham. Because I've seen this slide before. We were fifth the last time we were in the championship and we went down. And just, just stop the slide. That'll do for me. So we have a Burnley fan in the house Burnley fan who we met on the way back from Carlisle Burnley season ticket older goes to all the games but still has time to come down to the bees don't you? bit of a closet bee you are indeed but today you watched the bees who were not buzzing were they? I don't know I thought I think they were everywhere apart from in front of the goal um, I will never understand how they didn't get at least a goal out there. I, I thought Brighton were absolutely dire. I mean, Brighton were dire. We were making all the chances. We were playing the ball around. We got the ball in the area. It wasn't quite happening, was it? That was the problem. I can't, I can't get my head around it. It's one of the most baffling results I've ever seen. I can believe it. But I mean, you, you don't want to highlight one player, but Mr. And- well, I'm going to. Andre Gray today, I mean, he did not have his shooting boots on, did he? I think he's got a bit to answer for, actually. He was getting a bit pissed off at the end of the game as well. I can see he's my French. Listen, um, listen French is all right from Burnley people, you know, a bit of uh, je ne sais c'est quoi and all that business. Yeah. You need to come on the turf. <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I think we need to come on the turf. Yeah. But, but listen, um, but no, but the Andre Gray, no, he, he wasn't score. he didn't score the goals. We had a couple of other opportunities. Um, and it just didn't go our way. It was. Just, I, I don't really know what to say because I, I can't. I can't actually understand how, you, how nothing came of that game. Can't understand it. But what I will say is that I think it's it's probably a blessing in disguise because I think 
what you need to focus on is the league, getting up to the Premier League. We'll do our bit, try and stay up, and then we'll have a mighty, um, mighty clash. A mighty big knees up, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I'm just going to ask you, obviously as a Burnley fan who has been through what we've been going through at the moment now, you had an unglamorous team, dare I say it, with with an unknown or unglamorous manager playing fairly decent football. Yeah. Got yourself out there. Now you come down and you're watching Brentford. Are there any similarities you see at all to last season? Yeah, I think that they um, they look hungry. I think they look like they want to win. And I haven't been. I've not been to many games this season. I've been to a couple of Brentford games, and actually, I've not. I've not managed to see him win yet. Oh dear. Uh, unfortunately. So it's all your fault. And it's all my fault. But um, yeah, and I thought exactly the same thing last season. I came on a few times last season, and I just think they go for it. They believe. The fans believe, and it's got the same kind of buzz that I did at the turf last year. And I've got no question in my mind that he'll be going up. Confidence from someone from up north. Yeah. With a not quite northern accent. A bit of a West London accent, actually, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) You bees. No, honestly, come on, you bees. A few despondent bees out there. Some people are thinking concentrate on the league. Other people thinking it's a bit of an opportunity lost. What's your thoughts? Definitely an opportunity lost. I think when you go to a game like that. And you look and just think, how on earth did we lose that game? I thought Brighton were being rude in the first half. They were absolutely too odd. They were useless. Just didn't know what was going on. We just had the ball the whole time. And I think it just showed our frailty in a way that we haven't got a plan B as such. But we're not taking chances and we're not cutting games off. Just think... I think if teams come to Brentford, as they are doing, you saw it, even Ipswich did it, Wolves did it, Brighton did it, they put everyone behind the ball. We've got to be maybe a little bit more direct, just have a few more ideas, because I think they're just soaking up our pressure and waiting. Thought it was, uh, we hit them with every punch we could, and then they just hit us with a knockout blow in the last 10 minutes, you know? That was the end of the, end of the story, really, wasn't it, you know? I mean, and, and, and it was, I mean, but at the end of the day, again, we've looked at a couple of games now. I mean, forget Ipswich, but, you know, look at Wolves. We didn't take our chance. We had a lot of possession there. You know what I think it is, though? Is I think at the start of the season, teams thought that we were going to be rubbish. We were relegation fodder. They come to our ground. They think we're going to play. We're going to take it to us. Now they know we're a good team. They're just putting everyone behind the ball. They're doing absolutely nothing. And they're just—they're letting us pass ourselves to death, which we did really well in the first half. But they're just sitting there waiting for us on the break. Wolves did it. Ipswich with their early goal did it to us, but everyone behind the ball, and we've just not got the answer at the moment to breaking that down and getting a goal ourselves. And I think that's what's hurting us. Our football is brilliant; it's beautiful on the eye, but. We've just not got that cutting edge at the moment, and it's—I think it's—it's it's almost a positive thing in the way that teams have come to us, thinking that they're not good enough to play us at football. They'll just wait and hit us and bash us in the last ten minutes when we pass ourselves out. So but that's no good for us because we need to win these games. Don't we? We've outclassed Brighton for ninety percent of that game, and then they've won it. You know? I mean. It's January now, the window's open, there's been a lot of talk about transfers, we've got in this uh, Lewis McLeod from, from Glasgow Rangers who may or may not play, 
Um, but you know, we're talking about striker. There's a lot of rumours on the internet and the forums and everything like that about us bringing in a striker, uh, possibly from abroad. You know, we'll see how it goes there. But I mean, Andre Gray, great player, but still learning. I like Andre Gray, he's a great player. But I just think when we're playing teams like that, like Dave was saying here earlier that we're too slow moving up front. It's left with Andre Gray on his own to get two big centre halves. The passing's too slow. He's still got a chance on his own against two big centre halves. I think we need to, when we play teams like this, we need to go back to old school and have a good centre forward with Andre Gray and just knocking it down. It's a shame Big Nick isn't cutting it because we need someone tall, big, strong, but centre forward. And I think sometimes when teams just park the bus, which they're doing to us, we've just got to go around the wings, put crosses in, but we've got to have someone big enough and strong enough to get on the end of it, to either score it or bounce off for great to put it in. Because I think one up front, great. When we're playing teams that are away and they're attacking us, but when they're all behind the ball, we just get, they're just saturating us. They're just, they're, we've got no energy. We've got, we're not getting the room to breathe, to play, you know. Uh, that's what's hitting us. So, I think, you know, now they're out of the cup, maybe Walton might start thinking about, you know, obviously thinking about these things, he's a very clever man. I think, it's a, I think it's a positive thing that teams are coming and not playing against us, and we're trying to break them down with our football, and our football is brilliant, and I'd love to see it. I'm not being negative at all, but we've just got to find a way to break down their negativity in the way they come to us because they're not going to come out and play us at football they're just going to sit there Wolves was a good example I know Wolves fans were a bit hate that we were saying oh they were a long ball team but look at their goals they were a long ball team they sat behind the ball waiting for us to play all our football and hit a ball for their fast balls to run onto Brian today they mugged us we wore ourselves out gave away a super free kick get a flick on shitty header but fair play to them you know they played their game plan worked but we've got a, we're too good to be losing games like that against teams like that because they I disrespect to buy them but they were a rubbish team compared to us a lot of people saying we were mugged a lot of people disappointed actually in the pub here today more disappointed than I thought and at the end of the day the bees didn't do themselves justice at all did they I thought they played really well, to be honest with you, Phil. Um, I thought I don't think there's a lot of difference between us losing the last three games and the, the three games when we won before that. I don't I don't think we're playing a lot worse. I don't think the chances are going our way. Um, I'm not I'm not disappointed we're out of the cup. Um, I think it'd be a distraction. Um, I don't I don't think it's about consolidation. We're better than that, and I think we're always going to be sniffing around the playoff place. But I don't think we need distractions. I think I think we can. Uh, do some business in January. I think there'll be some two-ins and throw-ins and go-ins and come-ins and off-ins. And um, I think it's going to be an interesting January. And I'm, 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 I'm happy still. I thought we played really well today. I feel a bit sorry for Gray. He put a proper shift in. He had some. He had someone else's boots on. Obviously, um, I'm not disappointed, Bill. So, in coded talk here, basically, you're basically saying we're going for the playoffs, and this may have helped us. I'm saying, yeah, you put a positive spin on it. I, I, I don't say we're, I don't, no one's made a decision we're going to go for the playoffs, but I think we can go for the playoffs without any distractions. I think Warburton would have liked us to have gone through to the fourth round. I think it'd be madman to suggest that, you know, we'd, we went for the win today and it hasn't come off, but we played some good football. No one's going to go home today thinking we play badly. Um, we, we had some shocking shooting. 
um, we could have played another three hours and not scored. Uh, Gray will not want to watch the highlights of that game, but he's good enough to come out next week and score three goals against Rotherham. Um, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too downbeat. You know, we got to take defeat in the same grace as we take victory. Um, and I, I, you got to look at the performance. Plan A didn't quite work, and it will do Plan A a bit better next week, hopefully. And, and the plus side of it is also we can now book our tickets to Norwich in a couple in a few weeks' time, and we're not going to play them on a Tuesday night. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be out, I'll be out for a Norwich away over. A, it, it would have been a crap full round draw, probably. Jinx, jinx! It's going to be Man United, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm up for Norwich. Let's do Norwich. Let's do Norwich. This is the besotted Pride of West London post-match podcast. Bees there, drowning their sorrows in the pub because, well, there's nothing else to do really because we're out the cup. But it doesn't matter, Rotherham are going to come down there next week and we need to actually turn the screw and absolutely hammer them boys when they come down. You can check us out, besotted.co.uk, audio boom, besotted, and also besotted1992 on YouTube. We are the mighty, mighty bees who are not so mighty today. Um, we'll catch you next week. Come on, you bees. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.